1: Good morning. Good morning from sunny, sunny London today. I know. And to be honest, it's been sunny for like five days in a row now. I feel completely and utterly blessed. It's all weird that you're not looking at me. I'm, so, I'm not looking at you today. My neck hurts. Yeah. <laughs> It's like actually really weird. If you guys could see our placement Can of you our body, turn to me, please. Can you not see how I'm sitting with your back against the thing? Well, all right. Sorry about that, guys. We just had to do a little um, readjusting. Um, it's, now we it's, have
2: eye contact. It's very crisp and cold in London today, but it doesn't even matter because it's sunny and it really just is making the seri, serotonin, burst, burst out, overflow. My body. <laughs> zoomies. <laughs> zoomies, zoomies. Zoomy zoomy zoomies. Anyways, <laughs> I don't want to even start with saying why we've been so shit. We've just been shit, okay? We haven't been posting episodes as much. Ashton was in Oz. We've basically been inactive on the Instagram for months. Because point blank we suck and we're realigning our priorities but also I just feel you know Chrissy time yeah New Year's time and we we uh we lost our PA we had Ron you're working with us in Oz it's been a bit of an adjustment not having a a PA helping with the Insta and the CC account but we're getting all that sorted now that we're both living here Ashton finally has moved back in with me Uh
1: we're back as a dream duo dream duo and look what I have for you guys much do you well. recognize that sound <laughs> Oh, it's much as well i
2: actually have an announcement guys i've been off matcha for a week now and i'm gonna try and go another and week and alcohol and alcohol and my waka flaka um, so <laughs> i have to tell you guys something about waka flaka this is my dear beloved waka i miss her my waka it's actually horrible and it's so good that she's gone r.i.p <laughs> so when I went to Dubai recently for a holiday, I got a little vapey. You know, everyone has a little t- dabble in a vape, okay? Sue me. It's better than smoking a pack of cigarettes.
1: Mm, debatable. It definitely – oh, no, it's not better because no. you're literally sucking on it all the time. Milky, milky. Mommy's milk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys, I need to get my head out of the gutter. <laughs> Anyways, I became besties with Waka. So it's I, I called her And Waka. I warned her. You everyone, no, I never thought I would get addicted to yeah, the vape. She's like, no, I'm not gonna get addicted. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I literally look at people that vape, and I'm like, Ew, I don't get it. It's so sweet and yucky. Like, if I'm drunk, I'll have a cigarette, kind of girl here and there. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It's just it's been like that for years. Okay, but I'm not addicted to smoking. I'm not addicted to nicotine. I just don't mind it. Anyways, I got addicted to nicotine, guys. I had this little vape. It was lychee flavor, and I dabbled in it in Dubai, like when I was drinking. And then when I got back to London, I went through a bit of a traumatic two weeks which we'll get into and my vape which the brand was called Waka my little Waka Flaka which is what I called her she became my bestie it was like my anxiety vape and it lasted this vape did not die for like a month and a half or so like it lasted for so long so I just kept going at it until it was done
1: yeah I came back from Oz and she's sucking on a vape and I'm like what are you doing? Morning, midday, night. Oh, Morning disgusting. tea, afternoon
2: tea. Every waking moment, I felt a slight little niggle of anxiety. I was oh. vaping. I was like,
1: oh, no, I've lost her. I've yeah, lost I her thought I'd lost vape. myself,
2: Lou. I The Waka's took my position. Some days I think about Waka and I dream of the way that she was destroying my lungs. No, I'm joking, but... I'm happy she's gone, but I do miss her sometimes.
1: How did I get on to talking about Waka? Because you said you miss oh. matcha alcohol and waka flocker <laughs> Waka Flocka.
2: <laughs> so anyway, enough about the waka now. Yeah, but
1: we're on we're doing dry jans. So <laughs> yes.
2: we've been detoxing from alcohol, which was so needed. Yeah. Because
1: too we both much. just needed to get into good head spaces because it's a new year. We have goals to hit. We are honestly sick of our bullshit. Yeah. We're so just sort of letting y'all down. Yeah. What we the really fuck. <laughs> So we just wanted to Sorry Miley to- Cyrus. <laughs> Miley. I can buy myself flowers. Oh, we're on one this morning. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, we just wanted to get in the right mindset. We both went through a little bit of like
2: holy moly. Like a little dippies. We both
1: faced a little bump in the road in our personal lives that we just Needed had to, to get in the best mindset to deal with for. We
2: had to you know? honestly hit rock bottom to then begin to shoot back up and we are on the progression back up.
1: Okay, and we weren't at rock bottom for too long. I was like, "Mm, I don't like it here. (laughs) White flag. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're like doing the update before we even like start. Well, before we get into it, we have to say our mantra Mantra of of the week. week. So this is something that I found on a TikTok, believe it or not. Not hard to believe these days. It's where we spend most of our time, and. It literally, I was like, that is my, you know how someone, when you go on a podcast and they go like, what's your mantra or quote? Like, this is going to be mine forever. Yeah, I really love this one. It's so good. When you said it to me, I was like, yeah, I'm moved. And it literally will relate to anyone in the world. And it's basically, (laughs) you're always on time for your own life. You're always on time for your
2: own Life. life. I love this because... I feel like we constantly compare our lives and what other people are doing and the progression of their career or their oh my God, they're in a relationship and they're getting married and they are having kids, they're doing this. Or, you know, we're always comparing. And it is, there's so much pressure on us with social media and just how fast the world's moving now. But I love this because it's like, well, everything really truly is happening divinely for you in the right time, when it suits you, like you cannot compare. And everyone says this, Mm. but you're always on time for your own life. Yes, that you can't argue with that. You really can't. No, Because if you think about things that have happened to you in the past, like maybe things that have been inconveniences that come up, and you go, oh my god, why does this happen? And then in a month's time, you go, holy shit, thank God that yeah. happened. Like you have those aha moments. I yeah. feel like they are always such great reminders of why things happen in the right timings for you. Trust in your path, my guy, my guy. Amen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Hallelujah. One. And that's actually one of my favorites. Oh, look at that, ten forty-four. I have been seeing angel numbers again. That's how you know. <laughs> I've been seeing eleven eleven. 44. The angels are going, praise be. Waka's gone. Alcohol's gone. Much is gone. She's getting clear.
1: She's putting her boundaries
2: down Aligning. Yeah. We're aligning. We're getting there.
1: The month of January for us. Ah. Capricorn Lightning. season, I normally
2: love Capricorn season because it really helps kick your oh, butt into shape. Oh, it is too, yes. yeah. It's Capricorn
1: season and I love it because Capricorns are all about hard work, Yeah, focus, getting your eggs in a row. I mean, <laughs> getting your eggs in a row, you know line what? the eggs up. That makes more sense than getting your ducks in a row. Get your eggs in a row.
2: Get your eggs in a row, yes. You know? And, um, but we have just had a, a few retrogrades happening and all the planets have gone direct now. Yep. So you should be feeling Nothing's clear if in you're retrograde. into astro stuff. Then you should start feeling a bit clearer soon. And we've just had a big Aquarius new, new moon. moon, which was amazing for manifesting. So the energy's shifting, it's moving, you know? We have big life updates. I think Lou should take the stand first to talk about- The big her, Oz trip. Her big Oz trip. And like, let's just touch base on how much you hated London yeah. first, before yeah, you left. Update. Because yeah. something's
1: changed in the water, Like massively, I cannot believe how polarizing it is. But- we'll run us through, before you left, when you were there, when you came back. So you guys probably picked up on my energy. Before I left, I was pretty anti-London. I wasn't loving it here. I was pretty depresso. I quote would, unquote. I don't know how people like this city. It's literally fucking horrible. No, I remember one time when I was paying my rent to Cardia, I was like having the biggest rent and she had to like put me in my place and I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, <laughs> why the fuck is the rent this expensive? What for? For what, huh? Huh? So I can walk around the streets so that smell like piss? So I can be trammed on a fucking train with like a little fucking I was so over her complaining about London because I
2: was like, I literally turned and said to her, look, just because you don't like it, like, it doesn't mean you need to put it out there. Like, I'm trying really hard to adjust to life here and it doesn't help when you're being negative. Yeah, you're not
1: helping me like it. And I was like, (laughs) oh, shit, I don't want to be, you know, ruining your experience because mine isn't good. So I started to shut up a little bit more after that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah. still would say. Internally, I could see you seething, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically, you know, there was nothing that was going to make me like it at that point. And I think it's because I had some ties back to Australia still. I was obviously missing my family so much. I was wondering if London was the place for me. I was like, shit, have I made the right decision? Am I like. I was just doubting everything. I wasn't being present. And um, I had contact with my ex, which was like mm. a big thing. Mm. And while I was saying no like that's doesn't affect me I'm still living my life nothing changes no it I was in denial it definitely Mm. was affecting me and just holding that energy and that tie to that person energetically you couldn't you would never you
2: had never landed here yet like your heart was so scattered between like California yeah like thinking I'm gonna be I just want to feel happy and grounded so I need to be in LA to feel that or I need to be back in Australia to feel that or I need to be with that person to feel that instead of like... I can find peace and groundedness within myself. Yeah. Which is the journey that you went on.
1: And remembering that like, this is the experience I chose. Yeah, yeah. No one forced this. No one forced this. Like I chose this for a reason. I Mm. felt good about it when I made the decision. So now that I'm here and I don't feel good about it, I can't just give up. Yeah. Because it's uncomfortable and it's not what I thought Mm. it was going to be or whatever. So anyway, went back to Oz. Carts thought she was going to lose me forever. Basically, she was like, she ain't coming back. I literally was like... Yeah, I have to just accept that she's never going back to London. Like. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was always going to, but, you know, there obviously was a part of me that was like, oh, my God, I love Australia so much. But I, I was never going to not come back. Yeah. That was like I wasn't going to give up completely. And anyway, went back, a whole lot of shit went down with the ex. Um, not good. Um, not good. <laughs> no longer friends. <laughs> no longer am going to be – Uh. Putting him up on a pedestal. Yeah. R.I.P. to that re- Rello that has I. been put to bed. The um, day
2: it was time, you know. It, it was, was time. time. This shit's dragged on for too long, and I have n- I, I don't have anything bad to say about this man. No. Any
1: <laughs> I think the biggest I mean, lesson in in this for me, looking back, is pay attention to someone's actions and not their words.
2: Oh, uh, that's all it is, and I always say like actions speak louder. More words and. It's just the truth. If people, are, people will, what's that saying? People tell you who they are. No, people
1: show you who they who are. Who they are. Immediately. And they will, you Anyone, know. And that's, this is the thing. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much shite, but this particular ex was so vocal about who he is and who he wants to be. Mm. And I feel like people who are constantly trying to speak out loud who they want to be and like always vocalizing
2: But with little action. But
1: uh, yeah, it's like, why are you so vocal about it? Just be who you want to be. Just do it. Just do do what you say you're going to do. And that's what frustrates me.
2: I think that what I'm learning lately, and I read this book when I was younger. I think it's like the seven lessons of life or the seven lessons of the world. I I can't remember what it is. it is. was a really simple book but it touched on the first thing I think the biggest lesson was it was be integral with your word and from a young age I have always held that if you tell someone you are going to do something Mm. or you tell yourself I'm committing to this fucking just stick to it I think if you're making just like a commitment to yourself for something right yeah like we were saying this yesterday at lunch if you can't stick to your word or a goal that you keep for yourself. So say for him, like, I want to, I don't know, I I won't get too into it. But if you make a commitment to yourself, like say for me, I want to stick to dry Jan because I've been feeling foggy and my brain's been doing loops and I know that I'm going to treat people better in my life Mm -hmm. if I do this and I'm going to feel better. If I then, you know, I tell everyone I'm going to stick to this thing and then I don't, two days later, how can then anyone, it actually breaks trust how other people perceive you because they go, oh, well, they can't even stick to something they've done for themselves. How can I trust them to stick to something they've said to me? Yeah. So for it your It comes down to character. For your situation, you had someone constantly sitting there telling you,
1: I'm going be be to be better. I'm going
2: to do this. I'm do-. but he
1: wasn't even showing up for himself no. in any way. No. So and at the end of the day, like that person has to live with themselves mm-hmm. and their decisions and I can move forward and move on with my life, and that's all I'm gonna say. You got the closure, the grand closing ceremony with
2: the fireworks
1: and everything. So with yeah, let so- the fireworks be thy tears. So basically, <laughs> I said a prayer to the universe and God because I believe in both, and I said, dear universe and God, please show me a sign with what to do with this situation. Because obviously, we broke up a year and a half ago, and oh, and that's a big one. Like if the if you're I'll
2: literally asking the universe. Please intervene right now. No,
1: I said, show me a sign that is so clear that oh. I have no choice but to go that way. Oh, my God. That's what I said. Wow, I wrote it in my journal and I said it out loud. Oh. And I, I was like, show me. Because I'm so freaking over this. Yeah. I'm so sick of being in this headspace in of this like, limbo. oh, like, I don't want to be with him yet. But like, maybe in the future. But like, I can't let go. I'm still in love with him. All mm-hmm. of these things. Mm-hmm. I go back to Australia. I'm not going to say what happened because it's very personal. But something happened so unforgivable unforgivable that i was like the decision was made for you the decision's made for me and the moment i that that all happened i felt like the biggest weight off my shoulders i was like like, oh "Oh my god i have an answer yeah i feel so happy being able to put this to To rest to rest like obviously i wasn't happy at the time no but coming back to london the moment i stepped off that plane Mm. i was like Oh, I'm here. You're free, and I'm free, and I'm ready, and I'm like finally feel, yeah, just free from a situation that was just honestly felt like never ending. Well, you
2: can finally land now, you know, and like yeah. you're you're in your body, you're living for yourself completely and wholly, and like I oh, guys, I was shocked. I <laughs> literally when I got home because I was staying at a friend's house the night that. <laughs> sorry I don't know what the fuck the guy I'm seeing's house I was staying out of London and I hadn't been back I think for like two nights since you've gotten home and I was lit- I don't know I think maybe I was like nervous to see you because I was like I just thought I'll give her some space she's gonna be depressed as fuck and like probably just shit talking London again and I was just nervous I come home and She's got a pep in her step. She's like, "I'm having a great time." Yeah. Missed you. Hello. Yeah, and I Ran like, up and hugged you. I'm like, ah! I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, what's going on? So it's it's been so good having you back. Mm. And it's just London's great. London's great. London's such a cool city. It is. I'm having so much fun. And, and like, <laughs> the object is laughing at me. He's
1: like, who is this person?
0: <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, In my dentist's office. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: The apartment is like... Guys, I finally finally just bit the bullet. I've been waiting to buy a new white couch for the flat. And like, I've been complaining about... I called it the porn star couch that came (laughs) furnished in the apartment. It's this ugly, small, two-seater, little gray couch. But this couch ruined the entire feng shui of the apartment. It did. It was so ugly and made me not enjoy sitting in the living room. I finally... Ordered a big, beautiful, white, gorgeous couch. And the apartment's transformed. We've got candles. We've it's got, incredible. It just feels so good in the apartment. I'm addicted to vacuuming. Something's <laughs> happened to me. My mum won't even recognise me anymore. But the, the, no, the cordless vacuum
1: is everything. The like, energy just feels renewed. Yeah. I feel like we're both... We palisanto ourselves, saged the house. We did our, yeah. like Sophie sage the house. Just,
2: everything just is feeling like it's finally
1: clicking in it, after... Yeah it feels trauma. right it feels right after the trauma yeah and
2: my two weeks
1: oh shall we get into your trauma
2: what would i even call this two week rampage i had
1: well to be fair <laughs> to start with it feels like it's been a month <laughs> that i've been rampaging no if it, it just like with the timeline we were like holy crap it's only been two weeks but it feels like it's been like a month of like woo! Like time just feels so, kind of slow about, right now. <clears throat> okay. What happened for me?
2: So I came back from Australia. I had had my month in Australia and I came back and I went on holidays. Dubai? To Dubai. So I think when I got back and I was in Dubai and something quite traumatic for me happened when I got back from Dubai, um, just had a bit of a bump in the road with the person that I'm seeing and, yeah. you know, which is normal in relationships. We had a little... You're getting to know each other. Yeah. We had... We'll say it. A moment. A little break. We had to have a little... Mummy and Daddy had to have a little break. That's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Um, bit of time out. We had to have a big, fat fucking time out. And One person was, in the naughty corner. <laughs> it was traumatic, let me say. Because I had come from being, you know, in honeymoon phase to then, oh, my God, shit, we need to reevaluate a little bit for a hot second. And I was just a bit sad, a lot sad, for like two weeks there. And I went on a bit of a destructive rampage, I'm gonna call it. I don't think I could handle my emotions very well. And I think that instead of dealing with how I felt, I went on like, I'm just gonna distract myself from how hurt I am mode. Mm -hmm. I pretty much just had two weeks of just going out a lot. I think I was just suppressing how I was feeling lots with like, it it was silly season. So everyone's out drinking, partying, You were just being very social. I was just being very social and I wasn't looking after myself enough. I was not doing my meditation and journaling and eating healthy and consuming way too much sugar, which was just- Inflaming. Inflaming my body, raising my cortisol levels. I was just like honestly not looking after myself. And then I went away for New Year's to Morocco, which- was nice, but also same thing. Like we were just moving around a lot and lots of partying and I have not been prioritizing any time alone as well. So I can't even hear myself thinking. Mm. And I feel like this whole year, because it's like the, it was, oh, sorry, 2022. Yeah. was the first year out of COVID. I think I was like, I'm in a new country. I haven't traveled for two and a bit years. I just want to go and live and have fun and, you know, experience a lot, lots of fun stuff, which I did. But now it was like, okay, Cardia, stop running start sitting, be alone and start like hearing yourself again.
1: And as well, like, can I just say you were so caught up in the, like that headspace that you couldn't even see like what was happening. Cause you were, I don't get, I'm sad, but I'm happy, but I'm ha- like, I don't yeah. get it. And me and your mum were like, you haven't stopped. You yeah. haven't just been alone and sat with yourself. So like sometimes you need someone from the outside to like, clarify your reality because yeah. well, I feel like your reality of mm. you were like but I'm fine I'm doing like uh, there's nothing wrong but we were like no like it's mm. just so, so something so simple as like l- very little alone time like slowing down stillness like sitting with your thoughts like being able to mm. let things come up which
2: normally I'm great at yeah. normally I'm the first person to prioritize that but I think I'd just been on such a Tr- like literally like a mouse on a wheel for yeah. so long and I could and go and go and go because I was addicted to being around people and then I was terrified of sitting alone which I'm now f- falling in love with again mm. I'm like oh my god I miss mm. this like I need to have solitude everyone needs to sit alone but it was really weird because it was like this horrible thing happened with me and oh, god, we need to give him a name we need to give oh, him a name oh my god what's his name gonna be Greg. Greg. <gasps> Let's call him Greg. Greg. Oh my. I'm going to call lover boy Greg. Just cause it's a fucking funny He's going to hate that. He's going to hate. Hi, Hi Greg.
1: Hey Hi, Greg.
2: Hey sweetie. Um, Greg recently started listening to the podcast. So hello. <laughs> this, this whole thing that happened with Greg, I can't even take it seriously that I'm calling him Greg. <laughs> this whole thing that happened with Greg was really traumatic. Um, I can't lie. My heart felt like it was ripped into little pieces. Um, because he's the first person that I've, you know, had, feeling. had, you know, fallen Loved. in love with mm-hmm. since my- The big L
1: word. She ah! just dropped it. She just dropped the freaking album on the potty. Oh, shit. She's in
2: love. Well, yeah. Since my ex, you know, yeah. it's my- I know,
1: but shh. I know. Sh- well,
2: I don't know. Well, are you a lucky
1: motherfucker, Greg? Yeah,
2: Greg. <laughs> Greggy Greg. Anyways, since, I, you know, so once the L words involved and you're feeling all those feelings, it was, yeah, bumps in the, bumps in the road. Anyways- mm. I had to have this traumatic thing happen because it had to really flip me over and show me where I wasn't focusing on and mm. also it really highlighted in the relationship what we both needed to work on within ourselves mm. to be able to show up properly for each other. Mm. So we always like we'll talk about it and be like as bad as that thing was and as hurt as we both felt from each other's actions it's it's helped strengthen the relationship quite a lot. Mm. And you know, it's still bumps in the road. We have We're very different humans. You know, we live very different kind of lives. Yes. Different upbringings, different everything. Different careers. So it's just (laughs) like we're learning a lot. We're in that phase of learning a lot. And I haven't been in a relationship in three years. So I just forgot that that teething phase exists and that it can be really uncomfortable, but so rewarding at the same time because you learn off each other a lot
1: as well. Well, when you're in a relationship, it holds a mirror up to yourself and what you need to work on and like kind of where you might need to yeah grow totally as a person and I
2: think that through Greg doing his (laughs) self-development and growing (laughs) it's shown me where I need to refocus on in my life as well so it was yeah that was my New Year's and Christmas time I had my stupid blowout week which I guess I needed blow off some steam yeah and then kind of came back to ground and came back to earth and was like oh my god you know we we want to really work on this and work this out and I think that's the beautiful thing about loving someone or being in a relationship is like it can be so easy just to be like fuck this is too hard I want to throw this yeah. away but if you really do care and love someone you will put in the work not only for them but for yourself mm. because if you're putting self-love and work into yourself you can show up for them way better mm-hmm. and just learning how to communicate with someone and I mm-hmm. feel like I've learned to be unafraid to vocalize exactly what I need from someone and also be like what do you need from me yeah. how can I show up
1: better for you like communication is everything you've learned a lot in this this relationship like i've seen i've seen you in both of your relationships now and you have been i just want to give you a little round of applause you've been so good at just taking things on board like karts is someone who when she asks for your advice like she genuinely wants it and she listens she's not just like yeah yeah yeah, and then goes and does the opposite like she genuinely like wants to like be better and do better so i just (sighs)
2: stop it thank you you. like honestly even when i always ask for tough love greg Greg, oh, Greg listens. Greg listens and takes things Which on Which I board. love. He really does. And he's like, doing,
1: he's trying, he is trying. He's
2: trying. Bless him. Yeah. Bless and him. he's showing up. He's
1: done some really freaking sweet things for you.
2: Yeah. Let me you know, just say. He
1: has. Really sweet. We've both. You both have.
2: We've. We've. No, no, no. I was going to say, you know, oh. we've both <laughs> fucked up. Maybe Greg a little more than me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he is redeeming thy divine self anyways i yeah i feel like with advice i love tough love like it just it shoots you could literally say to me kardia yeah. you're being a lazy fucking piece of shit get up and work yeah. i would be like thank you so much for giving me that advice i think you are completely correct um <laughs> me on the other hand ashton needs i do like, not operate that way ashton if i give I her softness. tough love and my mom's the same because i give tough love a lot mm. of the time because i hate it it just i think nothing electric shocks my body more like if someone's just being nice to me and Giving it half assed to me. I'm like, tell me how you really
1: feel, please. Mm. Like, I won't be moved otherwise. And this is why communication styles are so important, Mm. even between our friendship. Because I've you've done it to me in the past and I've gone like, oh, you're so like, yeah, me. And then you're like, oh, like that's how I like it. I'm like, yeah, but I don't. That's how I like it. (laughs) So it's really important, even in your friendships, to be like, look, how do you maybe can you I need to be sandwiched. I need to be like, hey, like. I need a compliment, yeah. then I need the criticism <laughs> and then another compliment. Otherwise, I I'm a cancer. I'm so sensitive. Isn't it funny I need
2: this because I'm such a sensitive little sookie baby? But if if I feel Yeah, it's but Leo's from like it's straight. But I would only give someone that straight advice if I loved them to death because I want the best for them and I, I don't it, receive it that way yeah. though I'm like
1: oh my god you hate me no
2: see I I think someone cares about me so much they're that passionate that they're, they're being quite abrupt with me but anyways <laughs> um I think being able to listen to someone and take on sometimes you don't want to hear it if you're not showing up well for someone it could hurt your ego mm. a bit but you have to remember like in a relationship or friendship, you're on the same team. Mm, And we fall into like, they're my, they're against me. They're attacking me. They hate me. No, they fucking love you. You guys are on the same team. You're partners. So I think, yeah, I've learned so much in this weird past month because at moments I was like, the universe hates me and like, I'm never gonna be in love. And all I wanted was a nice, cute relationship. And then I finally got it and I was like, why is it so hard? But I think it's just that reminder. And if you're going through relationship struggles or friendship struggles, like Mm. it is hard when you love and care for people, but you just have to show up and communicate. And yeah, sometimes you gotta fight and work for it. And I think that's so nice and cute. It's nice to fight for someone. I agree. A
1: little bit of passion. Love always prevails, dolls. Exactly, love conquers all.
2: Oh, look at me, fucking Yoko
1: Ono What'd over be- here. All right, guys. Well, on that note, this episode's been so great. We've just pretty much turned into a bit of love doctors, haven't we? Well, I think we always are. And I think yeah. I'm like reading a book literally
2: called All About Love. Yeah. And I've ordered another book about masculine and feminine. Like, I think it's so interesting learning about it. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to be coming out here with more love insights. Can't believe all the tea I've just spilled. Mm, I know. Same. Look at us. Wow.
1: They deserved it. You guys deserved it. You've been... <laughs> You've been sleeping on some tea. Everyone you know I mean? everyone
2: knows I'm literally with someone anyway, so there's no point in Yeah.
1: And I keep getting messages, "Are you back with Will?" And I'm like, "No. <laughs> I'm not." <laughs>
2: the last thing I just wanted to end on that I had written in my notes was, "Don't quit when it gets uncomfortable because the best is always around the corner." Yes. That applies to all aspects all of life situations. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for listening. Two quotes in one app, Look at us. Wow, we. And it's love you guys. We'll see you next week. Love you.
0: 18 plus.